Dude, it's gotten, it's gotten to the point now, whenever I go out and I don't have a hat on, like I'm just like a bare head, I feel like I'm missing something. Never been like, a hat guy, I can't relate. Well, hat, hats are so like a part of everybody. It's part of your fit. You have to have a hat. If you don't wear a hat, it's like, where are you going to, are you going to a wedding? Like what's happening? You talk about your appearance too much on the same man. I can't help myself. I'm a hot guy. I've never, I've never watched the pod in every episode has like five minutes. You like, am I, do I look right? Do I look right? Do I look right? <laughs> like, I've never seen the pod. You got to watch it on YouTube. I just put yeah. it on a you get views. I do. You know, what's funny is like YouTube's be the best thing for me. I've got like, I've got more followers on my YouTube channel than I do anything else. It's not even really? close. Huh? I just like in the last six months, I've went from 10, I think Terry followed me on YouTube. And now I've got like 5,500 in the last like couple months. Shout out Terry. Just keep, I just keep on, keep on building, keep on building. Cause you say um, controversial shit, huh? I do. People like that. Like, and it's, it's people that I get the most hits on whenever I shit on white people. Yeah. Like controversial have, shit. That stuff tracks. Like people, people like commenting on that stuff and it, it gets, you know, interactions. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, the interactions and that's what boosts the algorithm. So if people yeah. comment, like if two people comment on it, then it then plugs it into anybody else who's ever commented on that same type of video. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So then it just goes like crazy. And it's sure, sure. like, I have like the handling white supremacy, like that clip from the podcast. And like, the thing is just, I think it has like hundred thousand something views Yeah. and it's just dudes, white guys being like, Oh, yeah. you just, just violence against white people. That's yep. your solution. Yep. Yep. Like no one knows that it's like, they think it's all serious. Yeah. It's unbelievable. People are, it's fucking I think stupid. with a mic in front of your face, you think they would understand that that's comedy, right? But they have no no concept of it at all, none no. whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, everything they take is, and all the people that comment are people that have like no subscribers. It's all just like the egg shape, like on Twitter, where it's just a guy, that, it's a troll that has a an account. Yeah. That's all it is. No one has anything. Yeah. Um. But hey, that fucking the the bald bits like thirty thousand views away from a milli. Which one's that? That's that like the uh, shave your head bit, the one the, the like the only bit that like ever... the first one that blew up. Yeah, a million. That's 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 not a small amount of views, my friend. Yeah, it's like thirty. It's like I think I'm at like not. I think it was like nine hundred and seventy thousand as of like a couple of days ago. Have you seen that reflect on like your like Twitter and Instagram? Like, whatever? I mean, it's all funneled Friends. to YouTube. It's all funneled to the YouTube because yeah. like the Instagram out, they're separate. So Instagram and Twitter, like they don't even want you to. Like there's no cross promotion. Like you can't even promote like your website or have people like on Instagram. If people have posts in their stories and they sure. go swipe up and it takes you immediately to the link of your website or your YouTube channel. But Instagram doesn't allow that until you have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. okay. So you have to be at a certain bracket of followers before you can even have all the, which is fucking lame. Like you can't, yeah. like I can't promote anything. Like it's harder to get people to go to YouTube from Instagram because sure. they have to click on my link and then find this link and then go to that app. And people are like, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. Too much, too many buttons to press. Too many buttons to press. And, uh, but I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Like it's just, none of it means anything until it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh, dude, what are you going to fucking, you, I, we got to get you on Xbox. One. You gotta, you gotta graduate and come yeah. up here and hang with us. You guys play enough to make it worth it? We play so yeah, lately, much. Yeah, yeah sure. you guys play a lot, don't you? You guys both got time on your hands. Uh, free time. <laughs> I've been, I've, 
I've been meaning to mail like these four shirts that I like boat and uh boys bought these shirts like six months ago. Yeah. And I've had them packaged and ready to go for two weeks. Oh boy. And I just had to go to the post office and I just play call of duty instead. You can't get there. I can't get there. I can't get there every time. Sticks are staring at me, man. Jake just hits me up. Where's like reps. We getting reps today. Yep. Reps. I like that. When you call, when you call them reps, of course I'm going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Get some, get some morning reps. Like the other day I was so upset. I sent Jake a text. I was like, morning reps is like nine in the morning. So eight his time. And I know he's up and he didn't, didn't respond to me. Yeah. And it like bummed me out. And then I got online yeah. by myself and it wasn't as much fun. Yeah. And I looked at my phone and I hadn't hit send. Oh no. Yeah. And then I hit send and it was like noon. He's like, yeah, let's go. And then I had to go somewhere else. I, mean, I just sure. missed like three hours of morning reps. Yeah. And he was probably sitting there staring at his phone, waiting for you to text him for the invite, you know? Yeah. Are we going to play? Hot damn. Although we, although the big guy had a nice rage quit today. Oh, I was furious. It was like, better. Jake's still good. The second game, the first one just went terrible. And then just, I just died in the most ridiculous way possible. And I just, I just flashed rage and it was just, I'm done. I'm out. I don't need this today. You turn off the console, you just yeah. X out of the game. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting off. It just yeah. turned it off. True <laughs> rage quit is just pushing the console button and just the console. It was pretty like composed rage quit. I was yeah. like, yeah, but like, it was just like it was immediate though. There was no <laughs> Which is funny because like when we started playing, he he's good and he's been playing sure. consistently this whole time. And I sure. got into it probably like a couple months back. And then right when I got to Austin, we started playing a bunch. But I'm so bad. And the second you have one good game, you think you're back. Sure. You're still trash. Yep. Yep. So I'm getting just – I can't play multiplayer anymore. We don't We don't play that. You used to be good at gaming, though. What, what, what happened? Is the game changed? You, change? you changed? I'm, I'm better now. Like, I figured yeah, it out. I'm sure. getting better. I can hang There's in the games. But we go play multiplayer, the one we used to play. And it's so fast paced and everybody is so good. And the way that that. you die is it's just like, you just, it's the most cunty way. And it's just made to make you upset. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's no chasing the dragon. Cause like, you'll get like two, three, then you die seven in a row. Yep. Meanwhile, big Jake's fucking 17 and two. And that's making me mad too. When he's doing well and I can't move. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. I'm like, how can you move? It's so (laughs) annoying. Put the team on his back. It's like the, it's like that scene in sw- that, that scene in Swingers when John Faber loses all his money on the blackjack table, and they're cashing out. It's Vaughn's like, "Hey man, look, you're up, you're up sixty. It's like, yeah, but I'm down three eleven. What's happening? It's like, what happened? How much are you up? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How much are you up? You know how much you're up. I got I got lucky on the craft table, man. You know, I'm up two hundred. I'm up two hundred. And that's Jake every time we play. How you doing, Jake? Yep. Um, How you doing? You know, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. He's 18 and four. Yeah, he's 19 and 0. Yeah. Well, it pisses me off is so we play we play Warzone, which is like the massive map. Yep. And then you just there's all these little like side qu- it's it's just it's just madness. But you can treat it where you can be like strategic and try and like win the game by just looting and not interacting, or you can just be the guy going for chaos. Yeah. And that's most of us is just going for chaos. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Jake's first rage quit I've had with him since I've been back. It was bad. It was so funny. It was tough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll get into it though. I mean, uh, yeah, we let's talk more. Let's talk about the last, the last round. We have to start with the the Hawks. Um, It's like such a weird thing when like Pete Carroll's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
answers. Yep. Like, what? Kind of scary. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I have any answers? Like, we lost a, a, a one thumb Jared Goff. I mean, I get that the Rams' defense is quietly it's the best, the- best in the NFL. Probably the front. I mean, the front seven with, and not to mention Jalen Ramsey on the outside, probably the best in the NFL, right? But isn't that kind of weird? How what was it? Uh, three years ago, they had the best offense in the league. The defense yeah. is solid, but yep. then the offense has really fallen off. Yeah, and now there's. They just flip like that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's like their vibe is weird. It's like you guys were this two seasons ago, sure. and now your offense is just like non existent, and you have the best defense that we've seen, but no one's talking about you being the best defense. Yep. Until yep. yesterday. Yep. I think some of that's a lack of improvement from Goff, though. You know, I think the first couple of years with McVay and Goff, they kind of, they kind of shocked the world. And then Goff just never got any better from those first couple of years, right? There was zero improvement, and now he's hurt. Like, I think. I think that has something to do with the offense. It made it, it seemed like leading up to it that they were like stoked about that Wolford dude. Yeah. I mean, McVay was pretty high on him. It seemed like, like, I think he, I think he would have started him over Goff regardless of the thumb. I think he wanted to kind of see something new. I think he's tired of Goff. Just the it, impression I get, he's kind of over Goff. Big Jake. He's not the, good, is he? He's not good. He's not good. No, but no, he's, he's also not. the thing is like, he's only as good as McVay is. Sure. And then sure. McVay can call an incredible game and then Goff can still not have a great game. And then that's yeah. where McVay has a disconnect. Big Jake, if you're one of these other quarterbacks, like, you know, all these, the quarterback, quarterback carousel is going to be crazy. You're coming up. Cause all these guys yeah. are going to be moving around. Cause all these rookies are coming in and new coaches, all this shit. Would you not like, if you're the Rams, would you not just like, let's deal Goff and get one of these young guys, get anybody get they make a play for Darnold I mean I, I would like Darnold more than I like Goff and Darnold's been in the worst situation for four years yeah Matt, Matt Stafford I take Matt Stafford for two or three years I mean Matt Stafford's like 32 or something like that you know I mean there's there's gonna be a lot of people moving around this offseason absolutely yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big believer in Matt Stafford so I, I'm, I support that uh I think Goss maybe a little underrated at this point He's Ooh. just kind of had a bad stretch. I think their whole line has been suspect for yep. a good year and a half, at least, probably. Uh, and I think that affects him quite a lot. Uh, then he's had, you know, a little bit of injury stuff, stuff like that. He's not – I don't think he's ever going to be an MVP or anything like that. But um, I might ride it out with him. I, he, the other side, though, is he's making an obscene amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, that's really where you kind of get caught. Yep. It, it's cool. weird. It's it's weird how these, like these quarterbacks, especially in the last five years, will have these one seasons where they're top one, two, three yep. MVP candidate, yep. and we're like, well, I mean, this guy's really arrived. It's really yep. crazy how how incredible this guy is out of nowhere, and then they just like revert back, and then we're like, wait, two years ago you were you threw for like like four hundred ninety it's like 4,900 yards and you had like 45 touchdowns and 10 picks you yeah. went to the Super Bowl and now we might get rid of you yeah and that's incredibly frustrating it's same thing as Russell Wilson like those th- the first couple of weeks of the season once you show us that you can put up 500 yards and five touchdowns and then you take that away from us it's like what the hell you know but once you show you can put up those numbers then, it, then that those that production disappears that's when fan bases get pissed that's when fan bases start calling for heads and stuff like that the Russ thing doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's doesn't make any sense to me either. I mean, I watched that game though. I can't remember not to just keep harping on offensive lines. I can't remember a single time he threw from a clean pocket the whole game. No. 
No. Well, yeah, that's always been the issue. But I mean, the Russ thing, it seemed like the last, what, eight years of his career, it's like, this is what we do in Seattle. Yep. Exactly. Run the ball on first and second down. Russ, make yep. a play. Play action. By three. That's what we're going to yep. do. Exactly. Yep. And then this was like the experiment. Let's let Russ cook. Let's do all this shit. MVP campaign, all this stuff. They open up the offense. Yep. It was what, like six, seven weeks of just, this guy's the best quarter, was best player in the yep. league. Yep. And then, you know, Chris Carson got hurt. That's a big deal. O-line, you know, regressed. And yep. then all of a sudden, Russ was just like making these, like, I, I don't want to say retarded, but the dude. But yeah, I agree though. But just like pocket awareness. Like he started doing this thing when he faces pressure around the edge. Like when he steps up, he just completely ducks, like puts his head down. Like his pocket awareness disappeared. Like I thought he regressed like a huge amount. I thought he was terrible at the back end of the season. Fell off a fucking cliff. But I think that's like the philosophy change. Like it was that's almost great. like Pete Carroll said, all right, you know what? You want to do it your way? We'll do it yep. your way and we'll see how we go. Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll become the not what we've been my whole career. We'll be the yep. offense with shit defense, and we'll see what happens. And then yep. it was like, this, this is cool, but we're, but we're, like, still losing some of these games that you're going off in. Yeah. Yep. And then they're like, all right, we're buttoning it back up. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last five weeks, the defense was like, I mean, we, went, we went from, like, giving up, like, 36 points a game to we were giving up one, like, like 17, and it was, like, this big turnaround. But yep. then Russ regressed. Yep, yep. But As like, the defense got better, the rust yep. just fell off, uh, off, off the cliff. Exactly. They never, they never paired up for one. As soon as one regressed and you know, the other improved, they just never got on the same page, not for one game. I, gotta, I wonder what the conversation was between Pete Carroll and Schottenheimer when they fought. Because they, you know, they whenever they have like that we agreed to part ways, you know, yeah. it was like, fuck you. My shit's going to – it worked. He's like, yeah, sure. but I don't like you that much. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, in Pete's press conference, like on that, on that fourth and one play – where they got – did you watch the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on that fourth and one play where they were going to go for it, but they got the delay game, like Brian, like Pete said that Brian Schottenheimer had a play called, and Pete Pete said no, you know, and Pete, you know, Pete like, stepped in there. It's like it's fourth and one in the fourth quarter. That's a, that's a huge play. Like Brian Schottenheimer is going to call his best play in that situation, and so he called his best play, and Pete says no. Like they're, I think Pete meddles too much. Pete, I mean, Pete has final say, which is whatever, but I think he just meddles in the offense too much. Where do they go? I mean, what, like, who are they going to bring in? Like, were they bring in another? I mean, I feel like Schottenheimer was kind of like the best, the best case scenario. But what, what we were going to do, what Pete wanted to do, and it's like, oh, yeah. we just, oh, we're not cool enough to keep this going for. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. But cheer, like cheering for a Pete Carroll team is like you're making a deal with the devil. Like, he just, he just wants to keep these games close, and he wants to keep them close till the fourth quarter. And then he wants to make like I saw this quote on the ringer. He, he worships at the altar of turnover differential, turnover differential. And that is absolutely true. Like his whole lens is seen through, like, we cannot turn the ball over. We have to like win the turnover differential. And that's, that's a, like, that's not a very aggressive style of play. And that's just the deal we made with being a Pete Carroll team. He just has like this super strict philosophy on football, run, 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 play action, run, 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 play action. And that's keep it close, keep it close. And that's, we, we traded in like a, a high ceiling for a high floor, right? Like we're going to be a 10 win team every year. We're going to lose in the first round of playoffs every year. But I mean, does that style of play win in the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, it's so, it's interesting because if he had, if they don't have that Pat's loss on the yeah. fucking one, if they don't throw that pick, then he's got two rings. And it's yeah. like, it really is a thing of, well, this is his philosophy. Yep. And he's the NFC Belichick. He's in there every year. He's not going to have six rings, but he's doing it for, you know, 10 less years or whatever. Yep. And now it's like, well, you only got one ring. Yeah. 
and you got one bad loss. And now you're not, you know, you've had a couple seasons. So now it's like, are we going to start questioning how you're running stuff? Because success, but again, like you said, the ceiling's kind of right here. It's a low low floor, low ceiling. And the ceiling was crazy high for the first three years. And so it reset everything. And Mm -hmm. now it's almost like there's been this new reset where it's like, wait, are the Hawks even, is anybody even worried about the Hawks anymore? Yep. Yep. But but what's better though? What would you rather have your team be incredible for two or three years and then be a 500 team for 15 years, you know, just do this. Or would you rather be just in the playoffs, double digit win team every year? I don't know. What's better? Fans, Fans don't care about the past anymore. Sure. Like, unless you're a team that just has not won anything, like the Cowboys still cling to like, we were great in the eighties. We were great in the nineties. But I mean, now it's like, I mean, look at the Packers won Super Bowl what, like seven years ago. What what was it? When Pat, was it 2010? Yeah. Yeah, When, uh, when Aaron Rodgers won his first one. Yeah. And then Packers fans were just like, they didn't care. The next day they're like, well, we're, why aren't we winning? Yep. Why aren't we winning? Why aren't we winning? Why aren't we winning? And they're, and they're mad. They're firing coaches, moving people around. With the Hawks, it's like recency bias of, yeah. wait, are we good? Yeah. Because we every year we have this hype, and then we're not good. Yep. But we're not the Lions, who always have yep. all this hype. Like, Matt Stafford, he, he's healthy this year. Look at the vote out for the Lions. It's yep. like we always have this hype, and then we're like, wait, maybe we aren't. And all the fucking – and the, there's nothing worse than the 12s. The 12s fans are the fucking yeah. worst yeah. people ever. I don't I don't claim 12, them, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Big Jake, what do you think about when these with these coaches, like when these coordinators butt heads with the coach? Because and then Pete is also is he the GM? He's he's the he's the head of football operations. He's the, he's, the final say. he's got more say over than John Schneider. So like when you're when when you see like these 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 coordinator guys coming in and out of places, I mean, how appealing do you think Pete Carroll is? to an offensive coordinator after seeing what they've done. Like they know, okay, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to cater to what Pete wants to do. So it's really not the creative control is not really going to be mine as an OC there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's why their best bet is probably to go like a, like a lesser, an up and comer, if you will, like a lesser known OC, uh, like somebody, you know, pull somebody from somebody else's staff, like a position coach or whatever, uh, something like that Uh, to get back to, Pete though like that that philosophy is great and all when you're when you have an elite defense that's a great way to win games but your philosophy needs to match your personnel and they don't they don't have that yep but lack of lack of adaptability though that's that's what all this comes down to like it's just the same it's the same shit remember that Dallas Cowboys playoff loss two years ago when they would just not stop fucking running the ball they were down they were down in the third quarter they just kept running it down the fourth he just he just refuses to adapt and yeah. this league is so fast to adapt. It's just, right. the game's, I won't say it's fast to fly, but. It does, see, it, it does feel like we're, like the Seahawks are like, you know, white guys in the 80s in the NBA. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're kind of moving away from you. So you, you're going to have to play center. And the thing that makes that worse is who are the three other divisional coaches? McVay, Shanahan, who are two of the best offensive minds in the game. And then Kingsbury, who's kind of exposing himself to be a, a dum-dum, but. Dude, I mean, Kingsbury's like, trash, and yeah, I love it. I kind of liked him at first, but he's kind of turning out to be just an idiot. Like, we, we all we all should have thought saw that saw that coming, though, right? Well, the, no, that's like McVay. Really. Yeah. 
it's like McVeigh. So McVeigh came in, he was sure. really hot young guy, and they cooled off for like a season. Yeah. And then they they did the Super Bowl hangover and they were like not looking as good. Now they're back to like he's kind of adapted and figured it out. Yeah. And Kingsbury, it's like, wait, yo, dude, are you gonna waste? Because now whenever you have a young quarterback and you're the coach of a young quarterback, yeah. Yeah. people are like so concerned with like wasting the uh like the early years of these guys. Sure. Before sure. everybody figures out. Yeah. So now it's yeah. like it's like, oh wait, are we are you gonna waste Kyler? And also the Kyler Murray thing he's kind of had the same trajectory as the coach. Yeah. It's like, we don't know about this guy. Oh, whoa, look at this guy. He's amazing. Yeah. I don't really know if we know about this guy. They both have that same dip together. Absolutely. Yeah. They're connected for sure. They brought him in together. Yep. Kingsbury though. I don't think he's that hot. Everyone says he's a hot guy. You mean like good looking? Yeah. He's all right. Well, I mean, I get, I think you only, you always get judged according to what is like, what's the paradigm of your job like where are, well, yeah, where are sure. you yeah yeah that's a good point. yeah, yeah. are you the are you the hot man. are you the hottest middle school teacher yeah. okay yeah. but you probably aren't the hottest person at a club yeah you know so i think that yeah but then kingsbury's i mean i guess when you got guys like fucking andy reed running around it's like all right yeah it's pretty hot <laughs> john gruden i bet pete carroll was a hot guy when he was younger yeah, I think Pete Carroll's like the exact same his entire life. I've, have you ever seen Pete Carroll ever look different? He's been like literally. Have you ever? Have you ever? We seen only know him. We movie? only know him white haired. He's only yeah. known him. He's, he's seventy-seven, whatever the fuck he is. He's old. Yeah. 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 So we've only so think about it's like back when you first saw him, we were like you know fifteen, but he was still yeah. like yeah, see, you know sixty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's kind of like what's that scene in fucking Back to the Future where he goes back to the future. Or he goes back, he goes to the past and he sees the, <laughs> fucking, the, the pre goes to the principal and he's still bald. He's like, this guy ever had hair? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's yeah. like 25 years ago. And then yeah. I thought, I was like, oh shit, like I've been bald since I was 21, 22. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to be bald longer than I had hair. Yep. And people will start only seeing me as a bald guy. That's right. And that's There's people that's, in your life who have never known you with hair. Right? Such, a, such a bummer, dude. <laughs> Dude, whenever I have to show someone my 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 driver's license, I have a wonky ear, so like this this ear sticks out farther than the other one does. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And I always like turn my head when I take pictures or something. Maybe it's this year. One ear sticks out farther than the other one does. You're right, sticks out a little farther. Maybe. Yeah, this one does. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I started shaving my really? head. And this this girl I was dating at WSU was like, "You're right, ears fucked up." Fucked <laughs> up. Fucked nope. up. Strong. You're fucked up. Shut up, Lindsay. What? Don't miss my birthday. <laughs> Fucking stupid bitch. All right, we're doing a podcast about ex-girlfriends now. Um, I'm gonna start with no. Um tell you bomb on a Zoom show. Anyway. <laughs> no one's listening. Both your there's, listeners are right here. Both your listeners worse. are right here. There's nothing worse than doing a Zoom pod with Big Jake and trying to make him laugh on here and he doesn't laugh because he's thinking about what he's gonna say next. And I'm like, fuck, did I bomb or did he not listen? And then I realized that he just listened and it wasn't that funny. Crowd of one. <laughs> Give me one, fucking douche. God damn it. Fucking unreal. That was way right. satisfying. Sorry. Just let me fucking drown up here. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Okay, so that's the... Then we had the fucking lamest game ever. What, what were your guys' prediction, score predictions for that LA-Seattle game? I mean, I took Seattle because yeah. I was like, also. we got no, no golf. And then yeah. golf got hurt, and Jake yeah. was texting me. He's like, Hawks are in trouble. And then he goes, then the Hawks had that big shot. Um, 
uh, I scrambled and, a DK. Yeah. And I, and he yeah. was like, all right, cool. And I put it on I'm like, Oh, we're good. And then it was just like, wait, we got Goffs can't throw. How bad are we? Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, what did Russ compete complete 11 passes? Yeah, he, he was like nine for twenty or something like that. Yeah, or maybe that was Jared Goff. Yeah, something like, but not great. Yeah, I mean, it was that was that was the biggest. That was my most. That was like my lock I had in my mind. Like, that's a lock. Sure, it's going to be sure. the Hawks over. Weird one, but yeah. I debated on that one for a while. But divisional team Russ would carry him, and he uh, he did not. Yeah, you'd think that Russ is going to show up in the playoffs, and it's like I mean, he yeah. has before, but then he also has done horrible, horrible things in the playoffs. Yeah, so it was really kind of like a. Um, the other game we had uh, the like the most fucking predictable game probably of all time was the the Saints and the Bears. Yeah. Um, what do you do if you're if you're Chicago? Like they, what a weird thing to be like. Oh, we're bringing in Foles. He's our guy, and then they start Trubisky, and then yep. he gets hurt. Like, oh, we're going with Foles, and then Foles is trash, and like, well, Trubisky got hot for like two or three weeks at the end. Yep. And then they're like, this defense, and it's like, wait, the Bears are just going to like kind of just fade into the ether, I think. I think they, I think they found out nothing this year. This year, like, exposed nothing for them. They're, they're, no, they're no further ahead in, like, the QB search process at all, you know? Like, if they – I think if they pay Mitch based off of those, like, four weeks, that's a fucking mistake. I mean, I thought they'd have been better off taking a guy. This is early in the year. I thought, oh, we'll just get Cam Newton. And then Cam Newton's been fucking awful, too. Yeah. It's like maybe they should have just stuck with Trubisky, which they did. So yeah. good, good on them. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Jake, I was telling Jake the other day, I was like, dude, Drew Brees is just a, a sack of bones. Yep. It looks like, like he's throwing a bowling ball. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> he just like – and he, he's always had that thing where he just like heaves it. Yeah. But then there was some zip, and now it, it literally looks like he's throwing like a like a sack of potato. It's terrible. Same as Philip and Ben, though. Philip and Ben are the exact same way. Like it fucking pains me. They're shot putting it. Yeah. The, ball, the ball just floats. It hangs up in the air. It's just ugly. Ben for me is is the most painful one probably to watch. That was tough. That was uncomfortable watching that game. I, I got I got just weirded out. Yeah. Well, you know, Philip, Philip, Philip wasn't that bad though. No, he wasn't, and he's always he he's always kind of pushed the ball out there like that. It always kind of looks weird. The yeah. Ben thing is weird though because he's he's still big, he's still massive. Like Drew Brees has always been small. It was only right. a matter of time until his body wasn't able to push the ball. The fact that he could ever throw the ball as far as he could in the first place was impressive. Philip had that rubber arm where he never threw the ball eighty yards in the air, but he could just kind of zip it all over the place. Ben had a cannon. I mean, yep. Ben threw for 5,000 yards two seasons ago. Yeah, right. And then this year, he looked okay this year, and he had those young receivers. But, man, it really did look like – it's like, oh, maybe you're done. Maybe you don't have it anymore. What's that off-season workout program look like, though? Who are we kidding? Oh, well, oh, you know what he starts with? He's, you know what he's doing in the off-season? Because he wanted to get in shape. He's having 12 high lives to start his yeah. day. Yeah, you exactly. know he's drinking. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, yeah. I love – dude, my no, favorite dude, thing – my favorite thing is looking at anybody, whether it's a fucking athlete, um, an actor, and it's yep. big in, like, sports commentary. These guys that you can tell never stop drinking. Yep, yep. Because they all got booze face. He's got whiskey nose. You know who has the fucking most – dude, the most disgusting booze bag face yep. ever is fucking uh, uh, Tim Legler. Oh yeah! Watch like Tim Legler's face like has just got his nose has gotten bigger, <laughs> and he's got like 
his eyes, like around the skin, the fat around his eyebrows are like getting bigger, and yep. his, and his cheeks are getting whiter, and his just holding water, just holding water <laughs> in his face. <laughs> I love these guys that never quit. Just yeah. keep oh, yeah. drinking and just wear it. Just wear it right here. Yeah, yep. they're always kind of glowy right here. <laughs> yep, you squeeze their nose and just whiskey shoots out of their pores. <laughs> I saw a picture of me from back in the Chicago days and it was bad. Like my face is like, is like rounded out here. It's fucking, uh, I mean, Jake, you kind of have that going on right now, but you're just fucking getting fat. Yeah. 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 You look, you look so fat on camera. (laughs) No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? For 15, bro. Dude, we got to, we got to fat shame him. Look what happened to Tom. We fat shamed Tom. He lost a hundred pounds. He's got a bunch more skin now, but he Put looks it back on. He looks better. <laughs> he's he, he posted a gym selfie for the first time in a year the other day. And look? He looked like he had just done traps for a year. Yeah, just like nothing. His, <laughs> he's wearing one of those one of those cutoff shirts that like he cuts it at the seam of the collar. Sure, sure. So it's like it starts Thin. it starts here, and then this is all gone. And it's like a little tiny like string around his traps, and he's just looking oh, jacked yeah. as shit. Wearing wearing his hat forward like this in the gym. Oh, he's that guy. Trap shirt. Hell yeah. I started going to Gold's. There's a Gold's out here, and I had, I'm a meathead now, so I started going. Yeah, gym, I need to get a gym membership, right? So I haven't been to a gym, gym, and, you know, probably since, like, Chicago. It's been, like, over a year and some change. And I go in there, dude, and first of all, anybody going to a gym during a pandemic, it's like, you, you, you must love the gym. Yeah, for sure. And these dudes that are in there, it is, there's nothing better. There, there's no one in there. Their guys are either five one or yep. six six. Playing and banging, baby. There's no middle ground. There's either yep. guys that are fucking, but their thighs always touch when they walk, or there are these dudes that are just gorillas. Yeah, that yeah. walk or they're just like, you done with that? You almost done? How many sets? Okay, can I work in? Hey, can I work in? Can I work in? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's my favorite. Can I, can I work in there, man? If you do the oh. lat pull down machine, you will get a guy coming up to you every thirty seconds. Hey, can I get a set in there? So let me hit one. Can I burn one out real quick? Uh-huh. I got my finisher to go. I'm trying to get my back yeah. going. I'm gonna go that's here true. and then there. Yeah. <laughs> and then the work, but the best part of it, that's also the best part. But the, also the other best part is the women that go there. Yeah, it's a glam gym. It's a glamour yeah. gym. So these girls going in there and at first I was like, why would you want to just go there, wear that, do what you're doing? And then I thought if there was a, if you told me there was a gym that was 98% women that were in great shape yeah, and I would be the 1% of people going in that gym, I would yeah. also walk in there and you would see my pussy. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to need to see my pussy this yeah. entire workout yep. and I'm going to take my time yep. and I'm wearing a lot of white. They know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, Dude, it's my. There's nothing better than these girls. We're working in there yesterday. She's wearing like hot pink, like booty shorts, asshole tucked up, and yep. she's doing like the fucking all like the chick exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love the difference all, between the male exercises and the machine going. Yeah, <laughs> and just and thrusts. Uh, oh, the the best one that every chick does. They take the bar and they put it across their fucking yeah. their weight, and they like sit on the bench and. They do the thrust. Yeah, that's everywhere. They do thrust. Or what they do is another one that I love is they go to like, uh, what's the machine? It's it's the squat rack, but it's on like pulleys. So it's it's, it's like it's fixed. It's a fixed machine. So, but it's like it has the actual bar. Yeah. 
what the girls do, they go there and they lay on their back, put their feet on the bar yeah. Yeah. with no shoes on yeah. and do leg press. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I'm like, there's a it's leg just press. Too. Yeah. There's a leg press right there. Yeah. Why don't you just do the leg press? No. They're like, no, no, no. This is way, this is from my Instagram. Like my followers <laughs> need to see this. Yeah, this isn't for me. Do you know how hard this is to do? <laughs> I got here three hours ago. <laughs> hey, we're not All right. Yet. All right. We that's the that's the gym corner of, of the gym corner. Uh what was the other what was the other game? Um I mean, we saw we saw Indy Buff, we saw Baltimore, Tennessee. Or are you talking Saturday? Tampa Bay, Washington would be their Saturday game. Tampa Bay, Washington, also not a surprising game. I think Tampa's kind of might sneak their way into the Super Bowl. I think I just kind of like it's it's there. It could happen. It's not out of the realm of possibility. There's no dominant team in yeah. the NFC, right? No. Who do they who do they they go and play uh they play Green Bay, right? It's, no, it's a divisional game. Oh, they got, yeah. Right. New Orleans had their number though. But can you beat it? Is there something to beat it three times right. in a row? I mean, so, that seems impossible. Only time I've ever heard of it is the 2014 Eagles beating Montana three times in a row. Oh, I was like, what? Eastern, Eastern Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Canadian, Canadian Football League? What are you talking about? <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles? Yes. That, so the first, the first week that they played, they played week one, right? I believe so. Yeah. And it was like just kind of a weird game where like Tom had a bunch of picks and they yeah. turned the ball over. And then it was like, it was still close kind of late. And the second time they played them, like I was talking to big Jake about this, the last episode, it's like, it's so weird when we see these defenses that are supposedly these top five defenses that just lay a fucking egg yep. and get housed by 40. Yep. It's like, that's how good is your defense? So both those games, I didn't walk away from either of those games being like, well, the saints are 40 points better than the bucks. Sure. So, and then also home field doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. What's your pick, Jake? Early on, I was kind of feeling the, I'm still, I'm going to stick with it. I'm, I'm taking New Orleans to the Super Bowl, I think, all the way. I'm going to New Orleans. Oh. Just because I think, I think they're the best team at every other position other than quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. But you hate, but you hate, but you hate Kyle hey. Hendricks, my guy Hendricks. I don't know why you're hating him so much. Hendrickson? I know I don't hate him. I just I just don't I don't get how he causes so many problems, man. Josh, Big Jake and I were talking. This is probably like week six of the season about um Kyle Hendricks. Is that his name? Kyle Hendricks? He's the the D, the, the DN for the Saints, the white guy yeah. with no gloves. Yeah, yeah. Trey, maybe. Yeah, and he just went off like the first six weeks. He was leading the league in sacks. And Jake's like, No, he's fucking not. I'm like, dude, he's number one in sacks yeah. right now. He's like, yeah, fucking no. Everybody, man. It's like and he gets so I, I need to figure it out. <laughs> so he puts it on tape. Speed the ball, man. Come on. Speed the ball. Speed I mean, down. look, but he ended up third. I think he had like he had like 14 and a half sacks. I think he had third in the league in sacks. So, but the, the Saints are also weird because I mean, I mean, you're not. I mean, who was the last quarterback to get carried into a Super Bowl? Peyton Peace. at one. Yeah. Peyton. Everyone mm -hmm. else, it's like you gotta be, you can't just I don't know, man. There's a lot of them throughout history. Yeah. Right, but like let's say let's say recently, recently, because now the quarterbacks are so good now, yeah. That you're like if your quarterback isn't carrying you at some point in the postseason, like Peyton Manning didn't carry that Denver team at all at any point in the postseason. No, Drew Brees is doing no. is doing nothing to get them there. 
also he didn't go off the year before when they went and lost to Seattle, though. He was money still then. I and mean, he was great that year they lost to Minnesota on that fucking miracle play. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it's it's uh somebody else talking. I fucking forgot it. I was gonna say get back, get <laughs> back to me. Come back to me. Come, I'm locked, locked up. <laughs> Wheels locked up. Uh, something about Drew Brees. Something about, about. I think he's. I just think he's good enough to get it done. You know, he's not. But is that defense good enough though? I think. Uh, I think I think they're criminally underrated. Uh, I don't know. What's uh, the only thing I don't know is did they lose Quan Alexander for the season? Because they made a trade for him, right? At the yeah, like their linebackers, D line, and secondary are top to bottom, probably as good as anybody left, other than maybe the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore's got pretty good defense. Baltimore, too. yeah, would be the other one. Quan yeah. Alexander. Wait, I don't think Quan plays. Is he played no. for the New Orleans Saints? No, he plays for the Niners. You're a fucking idiot. Kill yourself. I thought they traded for him. No. Hey, hey, kill yourself. They did um, trade him, though. I don't think he plays for the Niners anymore. Or maybe he does. No. They got, I know they got Demario Davis is one of their linebackers who's, who's nasty. And I thought the other one was Juan Alexander. And that's just fucking insane, if that's yeah, true. Juan Alexander's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking it up right now. It says Jake needs to kill himself. All right, that's fine. Kill yourself. Super weird, dude. I don't, the internet got really dark. Like, are you talking about Jake yeah. right now? I was like, yeah. They're like, tell him to kill himself. Like, oh, God. So Something weird. like the internet, though. <laughs> All right. I, my, I, have an, I have a graphing calculator for a phone. It was taking too long. Um, <laughs> this, this thing is not doing This thing is hanging in there, guys. I want you guys to know. This guy, iPhone 5. Josh, that. you got to fucking upgrade. I'm so tired of seeing that green text box, you cunt. It's, there's it, nothing bro. more annoying. I had to email you. This fucking <laughs> that's this right. Thing. The video that's right. That was funny. Unbelievable. The eight bit video. Kid can't. Um, I'm talking to a girl named Shaq. It's probably not gonna work out. Mm. Shaq, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's a babe. I love when girls are like trying. To, like, it's it's whenever a girl was like an athlete at any point, she always says like Hooper. It's like you were J. You played JV in high school. Yeah. Yeah, what do you, yeah. what do you, uh, you're not, I get that you're 5'11, but let's be honest. Yeah. Can we not, can we just pretend like you, it's over, you know, a little bit? Like, I know it's over. Like, my good knee hurts now. Like, it's yeah. over. Yeah. But you know how dumb I am? Early on, I think it was last year, the year before, or it was, uh, who's, uh, Ted, G- Ted Ginn Jr., like, yeah. said he put like 50K. Anybody can beat me in a, can beat me in a race. I'll beat anybody in a 60. I'm like, Ted Ginn's been around for a long time. How old is he? He's got to be like, what, 28? He's 34? Yeah. And he can still move? I'm like, well, I'm fucking 29. I'm sure I could get fucking... I mean, I could get back into like close to a 4-5 problem. Nope. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> it's fucking done, dude. Oh, man. It's gone. It, it's over. You know what I'm about to do? I'm, okay, so at work, we do like this this mile... It's like the mile benchmark or whatever we do. So it's like you, how fast you run the mile on the tread. And the treadmill, it only goes 12 miles an hour as fast as it goes. So the fast you can run a mile is five minutes, right? So I've done that at the best. Like I, I could do like a five and a 3% incline. I could really move. This is like, right. this is like a year ago. And I came on and we did it like two weeks ago. I was like, you know, I feel pretty good. I'm gonna go out there and I'm doing it. And I got my five minute mile knocked out, but I almost shit my pants. Like everything was shutting down. Like I'm in a, a full class of all women in my mind. I'm like, I'm going to hit this mile, but 
it is going to get ugly for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you just fucking, you're trying to, you're trying to clench your asshole and sprint at the same time. Yes. I wouldn't say sprint. No. <laughs> not, not sprint. Many times. <laughs> just immediately. Yeah. A hundred. I think I did it today. No. I did it yesterday. I'm retired. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think it's, I think it's over, but, but now that I'm going to golds, guys, I'm just going to get fucking most of this podcast. Me just talking about how jacked I'm going to get. And usually I'm kidding, but I weighed 155 pounds the other day. So your boy, your boy is shredded. Shredded. That's that's crazy. And now I'm about to just get fucking Tom Hardy traps. And I'm going to walk around like this. By the way, you know what I realized recently? I'm actually 5'8". Like, I'm really 5'8". Oh, yeah, yeah. Which fucked me up because a buddy of mine, he's a comic. He's 5'8". But I looked at him and I I thought he was 5'6", 5'7". Uh-huh. And my buddy's like, "Oh no, he's taller than you." I'm like, "There's no way he's five six because he's he's like he's like 120 pounds. He's a small guy." Yeah. He's like, "No, he's taller than you." I'm like, "There's no way he's taller than me." And we're in a bar, and at 30 years old, I told another grown man to take off his shoes and stand yep. back to back with me. <laughs> to back. I was like, "Get Dean, come here, come here, do the thing with the, this now. Take your, take your hat off. Take your fucking no, no hoods." And then we stood back to back and we measured. He's like, I think he's got you. I'm like, no, take a picture. I made another grown man take a picture of me in the middle of a bar in Austin, Texas with our backs to each other. Our shoes are off. We're wearing socks in a bar. Sticky ass bar floor. In a, just, and we're back. And he's fucking taller than me, dude. <laughs> and there's... So now... I have that. It's like, I don't know, the glass is shattered. Now I'm like, oh, I'm fucking like, I'm a short guy. Yeah. Hate to break it to you. Sorry, man. You got personality. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, it's been such, a, it's been a tough month. Yeah. I think that's why I'm fucking ugly chicks. I think I'm on the inside, not feeling that great about myself. So I want to find <laughs> somebody who I'm hotter than. Cause you know, sex isn't about sex. It's about power. Shout out Chris, you know, Kevin Spacey. Anyway, next team. See, we always bring it back. We're going to always come on. No yeah, because whenever, whenever I know it's time to bring it back, whenever Jake's eyes start to gloss over. <laughs> I was just not sure that Ken Spacey was a dude you want to be quoted right there. I mean, I mean, hey man, set back, come back, come back, player of the year 2021, <laughs> Kevin right. Spacey. I mean, I don't, I thought it was gonna be Harvey Weinstein, but I think he's probably done. Yeah. But I do think Kevin Spacey's got a shot. He's one great role away from us being like, you know what? He's one Vimeo role away from being back yeah, in the national broadcast. Well, yeah, it's like the Michael Jackson thing. Like, they had that documentary came out, and then his estate was like, do you want to see him play live in France? <laughs> and we were like, Ugh. And they released an hour and a half concert, and it was the best concert I've ever seen, and everyone just forgot that he fucked a couple kids. You know? Great. Kevin Spacey, couple. All right, let's get back into this. All right, let's. So, okay, so long. Who's, who's the, before we go over to recap, or we should probably just recap the AFC then. Yeah. Did we finish the NFC? Did we finish the NFC? The Hawks, Hawks yeah. lost. Packers, Packers in the bye. No, Packers Rams. Oh, you want? Oh, you're doing last week's games. Got yeah, we're, we're, we're quick recap of everything, and then we'll go into predictions. For the recap. Got it. We did the NFC, yeah. NFC, and then um, AFC. Um, actually, a couple like the Cleveland game was weird, but it was almost a game still. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was a fucking the flukiest game I've ever seen. It was a 13-point game with with 12 minutes to go. So it wasn't like it was – like Pittsburgh couldn't have – No. They ran out of time, right? Like Pittsburgh was going to come back and win that game. Yeah, they were chipping away at it, but – Ben's part pick. of that's probably the way the the Browns were playing them at that point too, because they just had such a massive fucking lead. Yeah, exactly. The Browns were just playing not to lose. Like once they right. got to halftime, where they were first <laughs> not going to lose, you know. And the Steelers, like I think they just ran out of time. They they could have came back and beat them. Are we a, are we a Baker believer? No. I don't know, man. I like him. I like him. I like him. I think he's an awesome teammate. Like I think this. I think that locker room loves him. Like I think I'm that believer, fucking loves him. in what sense of the word? Is he? Do you is he getting an extension? Is he a guy? Is he your? Does do they treat yeah. him the way that Detroit treated Stafford, the way Atlanta treated Matt Ryan, where he's like, oh, you're going to be here for twelve years? Uh, he's going to get a second contract for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what oh, I was saying. Who knows? Yeah, he'll get a second contract. He'll get paid. But yeah. will he it be worth it? I don't know. Is he a number one pick guy? I mean, yeah, probably not. You know. yeah. Him or Kyler? Kyler, 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 Kyler for sure. I mean, some truly freaky stuff out there. Sometimes. He does, but like he hasn't, he hasn't done anything. Baker's, I mean, Kyler's been in the league. This is Kyler's second year. This is Baker's third year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, if if they, you know, get another, if they get an upset, which would be amazing. I don't think they will, but if they did, I mean, I know Kyler's, you know, is exciting, but like, if I get some consistency out of Baker, I might go, I might lean Baker over Kyler. I know not popular, but yeah. Baker's like Russ though. I think Baker needs guys around him. Like Baker's like short, quick passes, play action game, like marry yeah. that up with the run game and stuff. Like Baker's not going to put team on his back and carry him to a championship. I that's think we're seeing the best version of him right now. Like, yeah. I think yeah. that's a perfect fit for his, like that system he's running is what he needs to be in. Even the head coach, like play calling and stuff like that. It's working out really well for him. He looks, I think he looks really good, but I don't think he'll ever be a top five quarterback. His, his ceiling is just limited. I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Baker said something interesting about OBJ. You know, this is like uh, probably like two weeks after he got hurt and their offense started picking up. Yeah. And Baker was like, we didn't have an offseason. Sure. Like, we have a new guy. We didn't learn the offense. We didn't get reps in this offense, in these concepts. So we were learning that on the fly. So by saying, like, trying to make the narrative OB were better without Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, that's he like that's just not true. And you're seeing like the kind of production that Juice Landry's been having lately. And I feel like, dude, if it's the other way around, like say Landry gets hurt and OBJ is the one in this offense right now, I would almost like Cleveland in the next round. Sure, sure. Because I think that like just the way they're the way that with the because the running game for me is everything in the in the postseason, and I don't think anybody's got a better running game than Cleveland. And I didn't realize that Cleveland has. Of their five offensive lines, three of them are the number one ranked guy at their position. I saw that the whole like right side, like yeah, center, yeah the, best guard right the best guards, the best center, and then the best right tackle, I think, and then a really good rookie left tackle. Yeah. But then they had that left guard who they was lost like three dudes in the game though. They lost like yeah. two of their own down. Three of them went down. Yep. They were saying yep. the dude, the the left guard was like a practice squad guy that doesn't even know the offense. That's the fucking dream, baby. That's the dream. <laughs> That would be so brutal. Could you imagine? You got to go in there, Big Jake, and you're sitting there. It's like for Cleveland, who hasn't won a playoff game in 30 years. Right. Just don't fuck forever if you fuck it up. Just don't fuck it up, dude. <laughs> well, Just they don't. said Baker like introduced himself like pregame. Right. 
right that was the introduction because well, they had all those like covid cases right so he probably just like just got signed because all yep. the all their other backups were probably on reserve or some shit yep yep just great yeah um okay so cleveland uh pittsburgh i don't know what happens with pittsburgh now because i feel like their their skill guys are fucking filthy yeah it's a good team good coach i, too, I think I love Claypool. Yeah, the Tomlin thing's interesting because you look at all those guys he was having to handle all the time, like the Triple Bs when they were all there. You know, when Antonio Brown was like P. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell was the best back in the league, and Ben Roethlisberger was fucking girls in the bathroom stall. It was like there was he was still getting everybody to buy in. Yep. It's like Mike Tomlin might be the most underappreciated coach in the league. I yeah. love Mike Tomlin. He's the man, truly. He's got those crazy eyes, too. Sorry. Yes. Those gay size. As far as like leadership at like head coach position, he's got to be probably the best in the league, I think. What like are his as far as like getting guys to buy in like that? Like I think he's he's right there. What's some shit he would say? Like you don't gotta go verbatim, but what's like some some how would he paint stuff? I feel like coaches, how do you paint the narrative to get everybody to buy into what you're saying? Uh I, man, the, the thing he does better than probably anybody is that I, at least that I've been around is like his team meetings every day. He puts everything out on the table in front of everybody every day. Like the last game went shitty in the team meeting room. He's telling the people that played shitty that they played shitty basically. Like he's pulling up the film and let them know that like that wasn't good enough basically. And then on top of that, he's just like, he's just outstanding motivator. I don't know. He's got so many different fucking like this phrases and shit that are like uh just like football guy sayings that oh yeah like, fucking, like, he's in nothing but sound bites it's fucking incredible give me one what's one that stuck with you come on eyes uh, wide shut i feel like he's <laughs> used that a couple times <laughs> one of my favorite mike Tomlinisms is all the time he'll just be saying i'd rather say whoa than sick him <laughs> what <laughs> I get or it. like hey, or hey, just, hey easy take it you would just look at me every day out of practice you'd be like jake don't take it today. Fucking, you know, basically saying, don't be a, don't, don't be somebody's bitch. Like, be out there fucking delivering shit. You I said, like don't that. take it. Yeah. That's, That's great. Yeah. Hey, Raj, don't take it today. <laughs> is he a good game day coach, though? Like, my thing with Pete is he's like, he, like, Monday through Saturday, he's the best coach in the NFL, but on Sunday, he's terrible. Like, Tomlin seems like he's a great motivator. He's a great, like, off field coach. Is he, is he a good on field coach? Timeouts, um, challenges, fourth down. I stuff. think I think he doesn't do things by the book. Yeah. He go, what what's, what always struck me is how much he would just go off of just a fucking gut feeling on something. Sure. Like, sure. Like trying to get like a pulse on his team. Like if he thinks they like need a spark or something, he'll go for it somewhere he shouldn't, or you know, you know, something like that. Like he'll he'll just do stuff just because he wants to, because he believes like it's the right decision, even if statistically or whatever, it's not. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's something for gut feelings, I think. Absolutely. He'll go for two at a random time for no yeah. apparent reason, you know, shit like that. Yep. 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 I just I think he's he's the kind of guy, the coach that has this clout because he's he's won rings, but then he's stayed relevant like he stayed like maybe you're not always scared of pittsburgh right. all year but you're like fuck i don't know if i want to fucking see tom in the playoffs <laughs> you gotta respect him never had a losing season is that right. that's one of the best like franchises in all of sports is the pittsburgh steelers yeah they're I incredibly mean, well ran 
what were they 11 and 0 this year to start the year yeah yeah that yeah, was weird and it was the least scary undefeated team yeah. we've ever seen that was false positive it's like wait wait hold on what's happening big ben's doing what but they have no run run game. Like James Conner is fucking washed. I don't know what his deal is, but like they couldn't run the ball to save their life. Yeah. And all of yeah. a sudden you're like, all right, now we're uh, now Big Ben. Let's bail have you you bail us out every week. It's like, well, I don't know if he has that in him anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's like the Chargers last year. Like it was every game was close. Hey Philip, you got 30 seconds to get 80 yards. Yeah. Can you do it? Yeah. And it was like yeah. probably not. All right, well we're gonna suck then. Yeah. Um. Who's the other game? Uh, Baltimore, Tennessee. Yep. Are, yeah, how, are, are we Lamar Jackson guys? Uh, I, you know, he's the, one of the tougher ones in the league. I think question mark him is consistency. You know, it's yeah. like his peak is so high, but you know, can you depend on it? And my thing, he's twenty four, man. Like you got to give him a little right, bit of time. Right, that'll come with time. Yeah, yep. it's it was just it was just so you know stereotypical this are the things that happens to guys that have his skill set can't throw but he can make great plays on the ground and he had that duck pick that he threw that was 10 yards inside like a truly one of the worst picks that we saw the whole weekend yeah he makes some throws sometimes where you you really like scratch your head and he almost had another one i don't know if you saw the one where he threw a flare screen out to uh, hollywood brown and he fucking just gunned it at him and they were they were throwing a swing pass on the a lateral swing pass on their own eleven, and he and it was too hot and Hollywood Brown caught it like pinned it on his head. Oh, I did see that right here. And if he does, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And if he doesn't, that's kind of the whole game is now. You throw that thing back in the back of the end zone at that point in the game where I think they were only throwing up like three or eight or whatever it was. But then he has that play where you're like, oh, I don't know if anybody in the world could have made that run. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay, this is just, this this is the kind of guy that we that we have with this guy. Yep. He's gonna he's he, he right. can do this, but then be sometimes we're gonna give you this, and that's why I don't think they're gonna win a Super Bowl. He's he's a ride or die guy. He's gonna shoot you out of some. He's gonna shoot you into some. <laughs> it's just you gotta you gotta just ride or die with that. The one thing I like is like the Ravens really don't give a fuck up. Like that that's they know they know what he is. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't expect him to be that guy or be something he's not. And that's trust, that, dude. You got trust. Brad, trust, big trust. It's all about how the games go early for them. You know what I mean? They just can't play from behind. And they built that team around him. Like that team is built yeah, to make right. him succeed. Yeah. Right. Yep. They have but these go. I was just gonna say Derrick Henry going 18 for 40. Like you're not gonna win any ball games with Derrick Henry going 18 for 40. That's tough. Good job by the Ravens, but Tennessee rider dies with Tractacito. That's not going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with, I'm cool with Tennessee losing. I don't. I'm not a big Vrabel guy. I don't like Vrabel for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what it. I should like him, but he feels like it's like, oh, I don't know. I like the only thing I like about Vrabel is I know that at any point he could walk across the field and he strangled the other coach to death. Yeah, yeah. That's the only part I'm like, all right, that's cool. You cool, you could do that, but (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's going to help you on Sunday. Line up on third and short if we need him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah put him in the game. Fucking wood. All right. So then, who plays who? Let's go back to the NFC. So the Packers play. Um, Josh no way. Thomas. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way the Rams do it. Again. Aaron no Rodgers way. versus Jared Goff, right? Yeah, that's really. I mean, that's probably what it comes down to. Uh, we said the same thing though about Seahawks. The Seahawks. Sure did. Like, 
they, the, the difference to me is the Packers line is light years better than the Seahawks line. They're they're one of the better groups in the NFL this year. Yeah. Isn't Bakhtiari, isn't Bakhtiari out for the year? Bakhtiari is out, which is a, a problem. But luckily, uh, Aaron Donald plays mostly inside. And Aaron Donald's banged up too. Yep. They said he's got like a couple yeah, broken ribs or something, or hurt his knee or yeah. something. I'm the, I'm, I'm the worst when it comes to like an injury. Like Big Jake and I were talking the other day about like Mike Evans being hurt. And I'm like, yeah, he like broke his hand. Jake's like, nah, his knee. I'm like, nah, I'm pretty sure it's his hand. And I looked it up. It's like, yeah, sprained his knee. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's his hand, right? He had a rib. It was his Jared Koff's dick hurts. What's wrong with him? He's good, right? Everybody knows he's fine. On top of that, though, I think I think the Packers defense is also better. They got some pass rushers. They got a couple good DBs and stuff. Like they're not as uh, suspect as the Seahawks are for me. Yep. And I think the Packers like they they'll get it out quick. Like, how often do you see like Russell Wilson taking like seven step drops and just getting fucking demolished in the pocket? Like, I think Packers will get it out quick. Make short passes. They got receivers. They got a good offensive line. Yeah, they got a running game too. Exactly. Yeah. They got backs. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, like, it's kind of what you wanted to see when they drafted a quarterback who's not even active this year. <laughs> it's like they draft this guy and it's like, that's such the narrative of like a fucking franchise. You're like, hey, look, we just want to motivate our guy. It's like, no, dude, you were fucking over him. Yeah. And you took the best guy on the board at quarterback and now he's having a great season in spite of you. Yeah. They're playing the result. Yeah, they're like, okay, revisionist history says that, you know, I mean, I mean, gang, we didn't think you got to do to win. We got to get a fighter under his ass, get him going. Sure. And Aaron Rodgers is like, he kind of has that that Tom Brady um, argument against his franchise. Like, hey, where are my guys? Can yeah. you get guys? I'm winning with fucking some guy named Devlin. You yeah. know, like, can you give me some help? Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden you see these dudes, that, like these receivers, you're like, Valdez, who? And then yeah, you right. Uh, Equinomius Saint Lazard. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Alan Lazard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it Lizard? No, it's there's an A at the beginning. Oh, okay. Tanyan. <laughs> yeah, Tanyan, who's having this insane hey, year? Yeah, he looks good. I had a chance to pick him up at the beginning of the year, and I didn't. It would have cost know, me. Right? Can't even talk about fantasy with you guys. Both you guys fucking suck. Fuck you. Both you guys had hot years. You know, I got in the playoff with four wins. That's you did the same thing last year. I, I don't know how you pulled it off. We I get hot we, late. You just draft like these guys that are horrible in the early part of the season and just get hot rookies, I guess. What fucks me over though is that what I mean, I didn't want to go back and look at it because I knew so I knew that if I had started Jalen Hurts, I would have lost by five to boys in the semis. And I did I, I deleted my app and I didn't want to go back and look to see I know I had at least seven points on my bench somewhere else. Like a, like a receiver who had like, you know, who had nine instead of three. I just know it was right there. And then it wouldn't have met. I mean, Jake still fucked. You have the worst fuck up in recent memory. The worst. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) I'm still so hurt about it. What was it? What was it again? Uh, So I started, I started Cam Akers against the Jets. Picked him up on waivers and started him over David Johnson against the Bears. Oh, no. And he... The Jets just absolutely fucking gobsmacked the Rams, right? Yeah. And then Dave Johnson goes off for like 12, and I lose by half a point. See, <laughs> you did the right thing there, though. You can't get mad at that. There was no scenario where you would have started David Johnson against the Bears over Cam Akers, you know? Like, that's just nuts. I don't know. I did the same thing last year in the play- in the finals against Scott. I didn't start um, Ronald Jones. 
but they were playing like they had like a like he he hadn't been playing that well and he was like banged up like a hammy issue his day to day and so i start i like took a flyer on you know like duke johnson or someone like that last year in the playoffs and ronald jones had 20 points and i lost by four but then i avenged it then i lost to scott i beat scott this year so you know what big upset big upset as, but I mean, it, Boyce won, so it's like it's not like it's a. I mean, he won't ever say anything. That's a lie. He's gonna Has bring he, it up. And the next time you see him, I promise. Yeah, but I see him once a year. That's true. So I'm not. See, I'm not sweating it that hard. That's that's a good point. Don't let me win that show. You let me the end of it. Yeah. Do you want to wait and do a life recap at the end? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. All right. We'll cut at the end then. Oh, so who, who, do we, who do we have still? So now we're now we're going on to the divisional rounds. Um, Green Bay, LA. I got Green Bay. I imagine you got Green Bay as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I do. I yeah. part of me wants to take the Rams because I think I think it'll be closer than most people think. I mean, the defense is the equalizer. I yeah. mean that. I mean, and I and and I feel I feel dumb for writing off the Rams because you know whenever a, a, a team has like a high profile couple guys like we have two of the best guys at our position their position in the league and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and I was like yeah but I mean it's not as good as everybody else and then everybody else is playing up at their level and you forget like when you have a corner who can cut the field literally in half yeah that's and Jalen Ramsey had the whole thing you know I kind of <laughs> love I kind of love the Jalen Ramsey Golden Tate saga if golf would have been healthy i probably would have taken the rams but it was really just that john wofford thing was like i, I couldn't take john wofford yeah it's tough joshua you got for the green bay game yeah uh probably green bay 27 or excuse me 28 17 green bay Ooh, with the numbers yeah hey the only guy here doing prep i i had anal last night so guys <laughs> guys prep, man. i just fucking you know what? For a long time, I kind of wrote off anal. I was like, you know what? I think it's kind of thing you do when you're a kid. You know, I did it when I was 16. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. Yeah. And then all these women in Texas are like, if you don't eat my ass, I'm going to eat yours. You just go straight to butt play or you start out with some some vaginal intercourse? Or um, a- uh, there's a usually what we do is we like we spar a little bit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> these Texas women are aggressive. <laughs> And I throw a couple that way, and then and then if they clock me, they fuck my ass. If I fucking ring their bell, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a democracy like out here. Okay, yeah. I mean, we are the Lone Star State here. I'm very much. By the way, dude, I'm about to get the second I get my license changed, which is going to be soon, to a Texas license. You better believe I'm getting a gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> getting myself a long rifle. My boy, my boy Dean had him on the podcast. He's a fucking Texas. He's the most Texas guy you've ever met. Mullet. He's wearing a fucking Santa Claus Hawaiian shirt last night with Crocs and shorts. It was 50 degrees out. The guy's the most Texas guy ever. He came over and did the pod. This is like a month or so ago. Yeah. And he's uh and he walks in and he has like the baggy fucking, you know, Santa Claus shirt. And he put and he pulls out this little pistol and it's like this big. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, man, you never know. These liberals out here trying to take our shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is the gun I used as a hooker. That's a prostitute. Watched that last (laughs) night. Great movie. That's right. Um, 
but yeah, I had a lot of anal. It should smell my dick. It's disgusting. I can't smell though still, which I, I will, I will say this. I will say this. It is not having smell has done wonders for me fucking because the only thing that's ever going to take me out of fucking is if she won, if she breaks character, <laughs> you never break character when you have sex, you only have your sex voice and you only use your sex voice for sex. Can we, can we agree with that? We don't use it for anything else. Yeah. You don't order food like that. Like, yeah, can I get a number two? No, you fucking you use it just for that. So if she breaks and goes, oh, you're doing that? I'm out. Also, and it smells a little dirty. <laughs> you little bad stuff down there. That'll take me out, dude. You know, if it smells like a... <laughs> Yeah, if it smells like a fucking alley. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, I'll finish. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be happy. I'm not going to write about it and be like, dude, she was great. It's like, that puss. Shut that stank puss. Anyway, um, we're having fun. There's- we're Clip having it. Fun, Clip it. <laughs> the only difference between me doing a solo podcast and doing a podcast with you guys is, is uh, nothing. Uh, there's still no one else there. I'm still just, I'm just shouting in the wind. <laughs> Stream consciousness. Ah. Uh, anyway, who's the other? The other NFC game is uh, the Saints and uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. We kind of already, already talked about that. Covered that. Do we? Do we take? Do we make picks though? No, no. I didn't. I think that's the toughest game to predict. Yeah, Jake. What'd you say? I'm going Saints. Oh, that's right. You're riding the Saints all the way. Riding you're, the Saints. You're a cuck. Dude, Katrina was forever ago. They're fine. <laughs> Come on. Now, you all know right. I'm a line of Legion guy. I picked the best O-line. God, it's so annoying to fucking talk sports with you. Like, yeah, front seven. Yeah, shut up. Talk about receivers. That's all we care hey, we gotta, about. We got to, you know, depth of knowledge. We got to hit both topics. You, you cover one area, I cover the other. You know what, dude? You're making a lot of sense today, and I don't like how locked in you are. It's a little bit upsetting. I mean, you're not like Josh locked in with fucking. Right, I'm barely locked in compared to that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. I I think that this I think this offense is peaking. I think everyone's getting involved. I think the fact that Antonio Brown is because Jake, you made that great point last time about he's really only like seven weeks into this. It's halfway through his season. Yeah, he's no one's silent. more no one's more fresh than him. Tom is fucking getting a vibe for everybody. Um, Mike Evans said yesterday, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like that last game, I was not feeling great, but he'll be back great. Um, you know, who's the other tight end that's been getting a lot of love lately? Great, Kevin Bray. Yeah, he's yeah. been playing well. And and now Tom kind of has his, what he's always dreamed he has. He's got two possession tight ends, yep. a running game yep. with two different change of pace backs. Or, or or a downhill guy, then a guy who can catch a lot of the backfield, and then he's got these three-headed monster at receiver. It's like it's to me, it's almost a disappointment if they don't make the Super Bowl. I think that's a I think that's Super Bowl or bust for this Tampa Bay team. Even yes. though they're the five seed, they fucked around a little bit. It's kind of like when those like when those Miami team or Cleveland teams with LeBron when they were like the three seed or four seed one year because they kind of coasted, and then they got they knew that no one could beat them in the playoffs. It's like that's a you better win it or it's a bust of a year. I think that is the same thing for Tampa Bay. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I think 
it's, I think it's a bust. I think that's all it, that, or it's like, okay, what'd you guys do? You, you're, you're like the exciting, remember that Philly team, like the all-star team with Mike Vick yep. and they had all these, signed all these free agents. Yeah. They're supposed to be the best team. They had a LaShawn McCoy. They were like, these are, these are the best team we've ever seen. And, and they like went 500 or whatever it was. I think this Tampa Bay team, win or bust. All right. I got Tampa Bay. Josh, what you got? I think you're right. Just based off of Tom's age, right. That it's kind of win or bust. Like there's no, there's no really future with Tom. I think he's only going to be there for one or two years and like definitely Super Bowl is a goal, but I don't know. I think this is the hardest game predicts like New Orleans has already beat him twice. I think there's something to say for that, but I'll probably take the Saints. I think the Saints are probably better top to bottom. I, I, I'm not really sold on the Taysom Hill, Drew Brees thing. Like that doesn't scare me whatsoever, but I mean, if you I'm, take the punches, take the Saints. I'm taking the Saints, but I'm not very confident in the pick. I think this is – player, player kind of talked me out of my pick, too, a little bit. <laughs> I think this will be the closest game of the weekend. I think this would be the toughest game to kind of predict. I think it will come down probably the fourth quarter. But I'll take – I don't know. I don't – I hate Tom. I hate A.B. I don't love Arians. I'll take Sean Payton and Drew Brees. What a weird guy to not like in Bruce Arians. That's I, I like me – that's like me not liking Vrabel. I have no reason to not like him. <laughs> Divisional coach. This is divisional coach. Everything I see is through like the lens of a Seahawks fan. That's true. That's true. Okay. You're right. You ready? I got, I got a conspiracy for you guys for this yeah. for the Saints conspiracy. So the Taysom Hill experiment, all calculated. They knew he could do some things. It'll help them win some games, but he was never going to come in there and ball out. And then anybody would say, hey, maybe we should go with Taysom instead of Breeze, even when Breeze comes back. If they had played Jameis Winston, I think Jameis plays at a high level and then you have a mini quarterback controversy and that drew the way drew would be playing. And you could, I mean, could you, could you imagine if you're like, Hey, we're going to go with Jameis over drew Brees in the playoffs at any point in either of their career. I honestly think that they would have a better chance of winning. Assuming Jameis, Jameis had came in there instead of Taysom and played he would have played better. He's a better quarterback than Taysom Hill is. He would have put up better numbers. He would have, he would have, they would have won the same amount of games. But I think that fresh guy, that defense, that offense, I think that it was a calculated effort not playing Jameis just so we're not sitting here at the end of the year like, who's our guy in, in New Orleans? I mean, maybe that's the – maybe that's – he's the quarterback going forward is Jameis. You know, maybe that's kind of the long-term plan. Which I think- is weird. Yeah, and I think Drew kind of made it clear that this is his last year. You know, I think he he's got a big, yeah, I think he's got a fat like contract for some booth waiting for him. So I think this is definitely his last year. I think Sean Payton's just gonna ride or die with him. I'm so over these fucking quarterback analysts. They're all fucking Romo's the only one, but even Romo, all he's doing is just like protecting his boys. Yeah, for sure. These they stand up for the quarterbacks. Yeah, they don't really. They don't. Yeah, they don't talk too far. Yeah, that. depends on who you are. I feel like with the Romo because he fucking shredded Trubisky a little bit yeah yeah oh, um, and honestly Aikman kind of shredded Goff last weekend a little bit too Aikman doesn't like Goff <laughs> like he just don't think he likes him as a yeah. I bet they met one time I bet I bet one of them was an asshole to the other one yeah. it just seems like Aikman is like fuck this I that's the only part about Aikman I will I do enjoy is when he tracks with somebody because for the most part he's kind of a fucking dud to listen to yeah I don't like Troy Aikman that much I'm not, I'm not. we talked about this last time I'm, I'm out on Troy Aikman <laughs> I've been for a while. I like Joe Buck, though. Joe Buck's good. Old hair plugs himself. Yeah, that's right. Aikman's got fucking booze face. Yeah, that's for sure. 
He's got chiseled boots. Like he's got the guy where he's like, he's still like, what is he? Six, four. He's a big guy. So when you're a big guy, because most, I think boost phase happens with smaller guys. It's just easier to cover smaller. But when you're a big dude and you, and you somehow hang on to boost face. Oh, you must be. He's freaking like good bourbon. Yep. Yeah. That dark shit. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to be an old piece of shit. And just, <laughs> Josh, I was telling this to Jake and cause you don't really drink that much, but uh, nope. you're such a pussy. Well, you're also alone. So it makes sense. It'd be sad if you drink all the time. That's right. So I was telling Jake, it's like, uh, I think that, you know, you have that portion of life where you have kids you get married and you just, you just don't drink you have a job you have a career you're doing this thing and you drink so much less almost non-existent and then you have that back nine more like the back three of your life and those guys just are on the golf course and they're yeah. like and they're drinking just a, they're drinking just a little bit every day sure sure i just can't wait to get in the pocket and be like you know what it's gonna be a bourbon for me at noon today yeah Hell yeah. I just want to sit, just put, me on a, put me on a golf course, dude. Give me like <laughs> the, all the same clubs I have today. They'll all be broken. And I just want to go up there and just fucking take hacks, dude. Yep. And just stumble home, hit my wife. My she's, she's She'll be dead. She won't be Whoa. there. Whoa. Wait. Hey. Whoa. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Um, yeah, I'm going to beat, beat up my dead wife. Hey, are you, are you okay? He hasn't moved in like six years. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's go to AFC. T. Smooth transitions only here. Seamless. <laughs> Segway. Um, who we have on the other side? So we have um, Baltimore Buffalo. Oh, that might be the game of the weekend. Best matchup of the weekend. Yep. Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. That's the best matchup. Love it. That's gonna be a good one. I yep. don't even. Fuck! I don't even know who I want to pick. I like both coaches, both defense, both special teams. I mean, both those teams are deep as hell. It's going to be a great game. Josh Allen. What is that? Somebody else going on this. I got to figure out what I'm going to pick. Man, I'm saying, I think this Josh Allen thing, he it kind of feels like he's the only guy who would go toe-to-toe with Mahomes and, and, and put it on the sure. line. Sure. Because sure. if we're going to talk about quarterback, quarterback, who you got? Let's 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 just break it down. It's like, all right, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over. I'm taking Jared Goff. I'm, I'm going to, yep. you know, the 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 Drew Brees thing. It's like, ugh, yeah, Drew, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. They're both kind of in that same. Like, it's kind of a toss up. And then Patrick Mahomes against anybody. It's like, I mean, there's like not a lot of guys, but this Buffalo team is so hot right now, yeah. and Allen has all kinds of confidence. And he's like, the, he's healthy. He's yep. strong. He's got a feel for the offense. Desvon Diggs is arguably the best receiver in the game right now. Yep, absolutely. It's like I, I just, well, but I mean, I, I have Buffalo for sure. I mean, I don't believe. I, I think, I think we see a big step back in Lamar Jackson. I don't think he plays very well in this game. But I do think we're gonna see, we're gonna see something wild out of Josh Allen in the rest of the postseason. I don't know if they beat Kansas City. But I feel like we're gonna see him do some stuff where it's like, ooh, is is he, is he a top five guy? I could, I, like, I mean, he has to do something in the postseason to get up into that that echelon. But man, he's freaky. He's free. Yeah, he, he flashes as much as anybody with the arm strength and the speed. Like that game against the Colts, like him and Darius Leonard, the Colts middle linebacker, like fucking met each other at like the first down, and it was like a collision. Like Josh Allen's a fucking. He's he's a big dude. Is. 
Is Josh Allen just Cam Newton? I don't know. I think he's better arm talent. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. yeah. I mean, now we could say that now, but like, look at those, look at Cam. Remember Cam Newton five years in, four years in? And we were like, this guy is, we've never seen anybody built like him doing what he's doing. And yep. now we're saying, we're like, all right, well, Josh Allen, look, it's like Cam Newton already did this stuff and we saw how his body broke down, how he wasn't able to sustain. Yeah, he was playing in Carolina. Those are some bad teams. His Buffalo teams, like they're way more put together top to bottom. Like they're built to win. Defense, special teams, everything is looking good. Yep. Uh, just like, I don't know. I saw, I think, I forget who it was. I think it was somebody had this take. It's like, who would you want for the next five years? From right now, five years from now, who would you want more, Patrick Mahomes or or Josh Allen? And one of the arguments was, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a little bit smaller. He gets Shut hit up. once. Maybe he can't. You know, that was the I mean, it's all just an argument. Come on. You fucking lied to yourself. Yeah, right. I mean, the arm talent's kind of the same. Yeah. Arm strength the same. I mean, Mahomes more accurate. <laughs> I mean, but then this Kansas City thing is weird because I feel like they're just t- they're kind of like coasting. As Buffalo is doing this, Kansas sure. City's doing this. Right. But well, they coasted 14 and two. Yeah, we haven't seen Kansas City. They sat everybody on week 17, and they had a bye last week. I mean, we haven't seen Kansas City in weeks. I think we just forgot about how fucking good they are. I think they're going to come out and fucking score 60 points. That's not better off a bye than fucking Andy Reid either. Yep, yep. Yeah, Andy, it's kind of cool how Andy Reid went from a guy who's like, I don't know, I mean, he's great, he's great talent, but he just can't win. And now they're like, is he the best coach in the last 20 years? It's like, fuck. <laughs> Remember, like, Playoff Andy Reid? Like, his nickname was Playoff Andy Reid because he just made, like, these t- terrible coaching decisions, like, in crunch time and stuff. And now you know, he's, like, the best coach in the NFL. I know we're kind of getting – we'll go back to picks in a second. But is 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 anybody on this Kansas City team, like, are they likable? Because I feel like I, I look at Kansas City, I'm like – I'm like everyone loves Patrick Mahomes. If you're a light-skinned yeah. guy who's kind of cute and if you have a white girlfriend, America's going to love you. Yeah. We got four dogs. I talk funny. <laughs> Mom's white. It's like yeah, we get okay, we get it. Sound like Kermit. Yeah. What'd you say, Jake? Sound like Kermit. <laughs> he does. I think they're approaching obnoxiousness, no. You know, I think they're approaching being unbearable. Like I still like them. I think Andy Reid's likable. Patrick is likable, but I think they're getting close. Cause I don't know. I don't see anybody stopping them in the next couple of years. Like who's who's getting in their way? I think they're gonna be obnoxious here in the next year or two. We're gonna get sick of them. I feel like I, I'm, I'm sick of it's the telecast. What fucks me up? Because everything Patrick Mahomes does. Oh God, this guy is making. He's making these reads that no one should make. It's like, yeah, do we? He's great, but can we like fucking talk about something fucking else? Like I get it, but like it, it's almost like when everybody. It's like the Steph thing. Everybody was like, every white kid was like, Steph, 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 Steph's amazing. Oh my God, and his name's Steph. It's like, yeah, okay, we fucking all right. And now we get tired of it. It's annoying. You're really we get we get you're good. Okay, cool. Now it's like everyone just wants to see you lose. Yeah. And I think that you're right. They are kind of they might be trending into that that villain territory. Yeah, they're making sure. Yeah. I don't know, Jake. Are you a Kansas City guy? They're yeah, they're the best team that's left for sure. But by far, though, like I think, I think this, I think the AFC title game will be decided, but only if it's Buffalo and Kansas City. Those are the two best teams in the league, right? Right. I think those are the two best teams in the league. What's one and one, that's one and two. If Baltimore, but Baltimore could beat Buffalo. So if Baltimore wins, I think that they get blown 
like out of the water by Kansas City. That won't even be close. Yeah. But I think I think I think uh, I kind of think Green Bay might sleepy come out of the. the yeah. I, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna still stick with Tampa Bay because I think that I don't think if it's Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, it's I, I don't think I think Tampa Bay doesn't. No, they get they they would get annihilated by the Chiefs. That that's a matchup nightmare for them. Nightmare. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, we they're, saw it. That, that's the game where Tyreek Tyreek Hill had like two hundred fifty yards in like the first quarter, right? Like we've seen yeah. that matchup. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get, we can go into Super Bowls in a second. Um, so pick. So who you have? Buffalo, Baltimore. I got hey. Buff for sure. I got Buffalo. Buff. Yeah. Uh, hold, hold on. <laughs> Score. Oh, 31-27. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what do you we'll got? Go Baltimore just to be interesting, then just to be, play devil's advocate. Uh, let's go with like a Baltimore 21-17 final. And you're taking Buffalo 20-24-21. Baltimore, Baltimore. Just just for fun, these because you're both going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo, but I do think it'll be it'll be fun to watch if Lamar Jackson kind of plays out of his mind because that's the only way that the game is going to be close. It's, it's really going to be all about the game script, as my guy Josh likes to point out. If, if Baltimore can play with a lead, they got a shot. If they're if if the Bills are hot early, they're they're fucked. Yeah. Hopefully, weather comes into play. This is Buffalo in January. Hopefully, there's eight inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Lamar yeah. Jackson just dice people up in the snow. That'd be a blast. Yeah, Lamar. I mean, he's so he's so fun to watch. I just the chest tattoo really kills it for me. Yeah, that's not great. And it's colored too, and it's just big, and it's like he like filled it in with just like black ink, and it's just yeah. it's just big and black, it's just feathers. Incredible. It's just <laughs> it, it's just ra- it's just fe- it, oh, you got bird feathers on your chest. Yeah, and no, like, what's, that, what's on what's on your chest? Oh, I got bird. I got this fake word. Yeah, and then I got bird feathers. It's not even a real word. Yeah, cool, man. That's really cool. Plus, I just I don't know, man. I gotta stop watching these guys do interviews post game. Because they're because they're all clearly have media training, but then they're still you know they're still cunts. Yeah, that still hate. They remember every time any nobody reporter called him a running back. Right. You know, it's like and, and like they asked him at the game. He's like, "What do you think about you know you be pissed?" But they're they're talking all this, and he's like, "No, I hear that. I don't even hear any of that stuff. It's just all I care about is just you know I not hearing what the other people that I don't want to hear say stuff that I don't like to hear." <laughs> okay, dude. All right, fucking. I wish people would just say, "I don't fucking like them." Fuck you. Guys right. are polished, man. Guys are polished nowadays. It's just easier. It's just less of a hassle because then, then you're answering questions the rest of the week about it. After that, if you say something like that, you know what I'm saying? Guys just want to fucking get their media shit over with. Yeah, it's and it's so annoying. Like the idea of like bulletin board material is so so like when uh, like when Chase Young said, "I want Tom Brady." Yeah, um, you have him. He has to say that. Why are we? Yeah, right. Isn't um, that surprising? <laughs> of course, the deep, the defensive end is going to call the quarterback because uh, that's who he's playing against. Right. Yep. Who do you want? I want the cheerleaders. I want. I'm going coming for their fucking necks. It's no, you're not, dude. The media is just fucking. It's the. There's there's some coaches that are big on that stuff though. Like I know like, I know uh, Harbaugh is John Harbaugh is fucking huge on it. He'll fucking like he'll like text guys. Like the whole team, like quotes that their the other players have said. Really, the week leading up and shit. Like just like keep fucking on them about like I don't know, keep them motivated. I guess. 
So he seeks out like negative publicity. Yeah, he's, he's like looking for it. Yeah, to try to feedback to see if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, motivation. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, some guys buy into that shit. Though. Some guys, some guys fuel themselves that way, where they're like, they're fucking sleeping on me, bro. You know, shit like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that. Everyone's got to be the underdog of their own story. Right. It, it's like it's like when there's a UFC fight and they're building up and they're just like they're talking all this shit to each other. It's like yeah, it's like Conor McGregor. Like he makes his entire career off of just talking shit to guys and getting them out of their head. Yep. And it's like, at what point do we not just say, oh, he's just saying that to get me riled up out of my game? You know, right. or even like it's like it's like if someone brought me a clipping of of someone someone said about me, you know, back in the day, it's it's like oh, uh, fucking, he said that said my dad's fat. Yeah. I want to win this game more now. Got to protect Ed's honor. Yep. So fucking what? You fucking I don't know. Maybe I'm an asshole. Hey, Maybe but if it helps, know. if it helps, use it. If it helps, take it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it helps necessarily on Sunday, but I think it helps maybe Monday to Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? When you put it like that, you fucking That's heavy. Queer. That's so annoying. That's so annoying. <laughs> I'm saying, man. Clip it. Little edges. <laughs> That makes sense. No, I get that. Yeah, because I feel like it's got to stay. It's got to be hard to stay locked in every day, yeah, yeah, of the week for months and months of a season. I mean, it was hard enough back in college trying to stay locked in, and, and that's when and that's me knowing I'm not going to play. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> well, oh, I got to, oh, I got another. They're, they're going to play the cover too. Oh yeah, well, I'm eighth guy, so I think I'm just going <laughs> to have beers with Josh. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna go try and fuck one of the Hedberg sisters. <laughs> you just want to come over? We're having people over tonight. Yeah. We're having people over. <laughs> We're the Hedberg sisters. Uh, Josh. I don't know that name. Yeah, you do. Josh. I think I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Josh. I got a. I got an idea. Can you? Hey, can you get there? <laughs> there. <laughs> It's kind of funny because, like, it's kind of the only people you could say, like, you can say, like, the last name because the first name is just so telling. You know, you're talking about. Right. It's like, yeah, Caitlin. It's like, oh, no, your name's what? Yeah, no, yeah. we know one of those. <laughs> one of one, but for horse. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Sorry, I was, I was spacing on that one. <laughs> it's just fucking so Damn. annoying. I was trying to think if there's any matchups we missed yet. Cleveland, Kansas City. Yeah, okay. That's gonna be a bloodbath, obviously. How about this? I got I got Patrick Mahomes being one Super Bowl victory away from being the greatest of all time. Or already the greatest of all time. What do you guys think? No. One Super Bowl. How about one? How about one non-pandemic Super Bowl away from being the greatest of all time? Well, he gets he gets three. Is he already the greatest of all time? Now listening. This will only be two, right? This would be a second. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, it's got the pandemic asterisk. Okay. So, how about one non pandemic Super Bowl? And then is, is then is he the greatest of all time? Well, are we talking compared to who? Are you comparing oh, to who? Still who? Two? To Tom, I guess, to Tom. Who else would be Tom? Peyton? It's just, it's just got to be Tom for at least till he gets to, you know. But we can't go, but no, no, because like, no, because like look, here's the thing is, Whenever an argument becomes about this thing, something binary, like number of rings, yeah, 
then everyone who doesn't like the person with that number of rings goes, well, we have to have a more nuanced conversation about it. Sure. It's like, it's the LeBron thing. LeBron's never going to get six rings. He might get five. He might. He might get well, five. Yeah, I would, I would entertain it if he gets to four and he puts up, you know, if he's first all time and everything else, you know, Super Bowls aren't the all time determining factor of greatness. That's, that's what I'm saying. It becomes nuanced, right? It's a Jerry Rice thing. It's like Jerry Rice led every fiscal category, the most this, most that, most this, and he had rings to go with it. It's like Tom is going to end up with all these insane career marks, longevity wise. He has the six rings. He has going to what, nine, eight? How many Super Bowls about to do? Nine Super Bowls? Um, six and but, three, six yeah. and nine, yeah, then a nine, right? Lost to the Giants twice, so six and two, eight, and then lost, yeah, then lost the Eagles. Oh, he lost the Eagles, you're right, yeah. So, Giants lost the Eagles, so, six um, so it's like, but then we have the regency bias thing, dude. It's like, the, it's like Patrick Mahomes, it's like people are saying stuff about Patrick Mahomes, like he's look what he's doing. It's like Matt Stafford was doing that two years ago, look what he's doing. Brett Favre did that for 15 years. It's like these things. We act like no one's ever done this before, but we're just so tired of talking about Tom Brady and Drew Brees that we want the next guy to come up so bad that it's like, I mean, let's make it, let's just say he's the best ever. So now we can have more of a fun conversation because it's more fun to talk about him being the best ever than it is talking about like Tom Brady. Well, like, oh, like, it's like, oh, what do you want? Do you want to fuck your wife some more? It's like, no, I don't want to fuck my wife. It's been 20 years. Do you not agree that Patrick looks different than anything we've ever seen? Right. Yeah. The talent is Discrepancy is pretty yeah. clear. Like, like the greatness level is like arguable, but like if you just watch the film, the talent jumps yeah. off the fucking film. Yeah, a little bit, mean, yeah. Bit, at least more than Tom and Drew Brees, obviously. Yep. Yep. But we're forgetting about, I mean, Tom Brady's season where he threw like fifty touchdowns. The, the year they lost, the year they were undefeated. Right. Yeah. It's like it's raining that off. was. And that was, and that was coming off of, that was like three years in a row of Tom putting up insane numbers, best player in the league, number one draft pick in everybody's fantasy league, even back before you took quarterbacks. Like this guy was, Tom Brady was doing that. And now Patrick Mahomes is doing that. But look, dude, we had, I mean, I remember Brett Favre at the end of Brett Favre. Yep. And then if, if you go back and look at some Brett Favre highlights and what he was doing, people were like, this is fucking like, who the fuck is this guy? And now is this, but yeah, I mean, the decision-making is different. That, that accounts for how great you are. Yeah, Mahomes' decision-making is intellectually at this age. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Right. But I just think that football is measured in two things. It's literally flash in the pan. How good were you for one, Peyton Hillis? You, one year. <laughs> or, or, or it's like, did you do it for a long time? Yeah. Right. Ray Lewis, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. And then, because you do it long enough, we'll forget about those years where you weren't very good. Right. Or the early so, bounces or whatever it is. And we're not going to see – it's it's Steph Curry. It's like we didn't – he was hurt, then he was great, and then he was hurt again. Is, is he still as good? We have to see at least five more years of Mahomes to even put him in the conversation. Otherwise, I feel like we're jumping the gun and it's disrespectful to all the guys who are above him right now. Aaron Rodgers is going to end up being – Top five all-time quarterbacks. No doubt. If he isn't already. Off of talent alone. Yep. And what he's, he's able to do. up crazy fucking numbers every year. Yeah. Crazy yeah. numbers. And yeah. he's done his whole, his whole career. And didn't play for, what was it? Was it three years he didn't play behind Favre? Was it three? Not sure. I'm not sure. But I think it was, it was, a, it was a stint where he two, just yeah. sat there. And Mahomes did that for one year. Right. And then was playing right away. Like, you can't tell me that if Aaron Rodgers – 
was thrown as a rookie, he couldn't have. No, he'd been fine. And then his numbers are even more. So we have to put all these things into kind of a box of like, well, how are we measuring Mahomes compared to how are we measuring what we measured Aaron Rodgers at for most of his career, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Um, I'm going dumb sports fan. I'm saying the guy sitting at the bar watching the TV, he's saying Patrick Mahomes is the greatest of all time. I, I mean, I think he, there's definitely, obviously, there's that guy's shit faced and he's divorced. Don't listen to him. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's fair. just not close yet. He's in year fucking four. Yeah. Okay. But you're saying his trajectory, if you, okay, his trajectory. Yeah. Extrapolate is- that out for fucking eight more years, then I'll listen. Yeah. That's not quite what I'm saying. I'm I'm, t- I'm thinking more hot takey. I think he's one away from being already the greatest of all time. You think it's like he's he's the best. It's over. We're good. Yeah. It's kind of like when Steph went on that tear. He's the best shooter of all time. Yeah. And people let's did say, that. Never mind. Sorry. Go. Go. You go. You go. All right. Let's say he like wins three, goes to like six straight fucking like conference championships at least. You know, AFC championships minimum every season. That'd be something like, but at year four, he's got one Super Bowl, a couple of MVPs. Yeah, two, one. You know, it's, just, it's just way too early. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, hold on. He's got how many MVPs? One MVP? He's got one or two. I'm not sure. He's got uh, one MVP. Definitely one MVP one. And a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. But then, I mean, he might still win the MVP this year. I mean, it's him or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think A-Rod's right. it. I, I, sh- I think he should, but. Who knows? I think I think I think Mahomes should win the MVP, but I think Aaron Rodgers will win it. It's a LeBron argument, right? It's the exact same thing as LeBron. regular it's season thing. Also, it's like, it's but it, now it starts to hurt. I mean, Mahomes with Reed and those weapons, it hurts his MVP candidate every every year now. It's like, look what he's doing it with. He's doing it with the fat, one of the best, the best receiver, the best tight end, and the and one of the and the top six running back. Well, the thing is, like, him, him and Andy Reid are kind of like it's hard to separate those two from each other, right? They're just always going to be linked. Like, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing quarterback. It's an amazing play caller, and it's hard to separate those two. Just because when they're together, it's and when they're together, it's just, it's just unbelievable to watch. I think it's kind of tough to separate those guys from each other. It's so hard to take you seriously with looking, looking that jacked right now in the morning. Like, who wakes up looking jacked? Got the sunshine light on me. Sunshine morning. light, dude. The kids' <laughs> traps are popping. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Why did I wear this hoodie? Fucking loser. <laughs> hey, Jake, take your shirt off. Quit being a faggot. Take it off. <laughs> nah, I'm not trying to steal my guy's swag, man. It's smart, smart, <laughs> smart, 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 smart. All right, so, uh, and then we're saying, we're, we're saying Cleveland house by Kansas City? Yeah, I think with the lack of health on their own line, they don't have a fucking chance. I think that game's going to be sneaky close. I, th- I, I think... Cleveland. I think like, it'll be sneaky close. I think it'll be close for three quarters, and then it'll be like a eight-point game, eight to go, and then Mahomes will just do something fucking – Baker will fuck up, and then Mahomes will do, you know, three straight drives where they score, go 70 yards and eight plays, and they score, and then all of a sudden the final score is like, you know, they went yeah. by 18 or Man. something crazy. Cleveland's just not equipped for a shootout, though. No, they have to play that. They have to play like Cleveland football to even be stay in that game. You know, ball control and stuff like that. It's just, if it's a shootout, it's it's not close. They kind of have. They're kind of built to beat Kansas City. Though. Absolutely. Yep. They, all right. If they were healthier, then I'd, I'd listen. But they just they lost so many fucking alignment. Who knows how many of them are even going to play? Yeah. 
I mean, but if you have those, but if you have those three guys, I mean, the only guy that went out was the was the guard. Everyone else uh, came back and played, finished the, that game, didn't they? The right tackle was out, the and then the right guard, I think, both were or the left guard. Left guard. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just love uh, Nick Chubb. I think, I think they are getting one back from COVID. I think that's why the left, the first, the Joel Batonio, I think, missed the game because yeah, he was on the COVID list, so he'll probably be back. Is is Nick Chubb the best running back in the game in the playoffs right now? No. Like pure runner, he's the best pure runner, right? Alvin Kamara might be better out of the backfield. Dalvin Cook might be better hands, but how about right like, now in the postseason of these teams? Oh, right now, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Chubb's the best running back. Yeah, Alvin Kamara maybe. Nick Chubb or Alvin Kamara? And Alvin probably, Kamara. Give me Kamara. But he's not a running back. He's a weapon, offensive he's, weapon. He, he's an yeah. athlete. That's what he is. He's an athlete. He's not. He's only had two hundred yard rushing games in his whole career. Isn't that isn't that insane? But he, total yards, like yards from yeah, scrimmage. Scrimmage yards. Yeah, yeah no, it's – yeah, he's, he's catching like eight, eight balls. Of, yeah. Yeah, I should play running back in high school. Fuck! I got to go back in time. I love Nick Chubb, though. I think he's incredible. Like, the Seahawks had a chance to draft him, but instead we drafted Rashad Penny. Mm, that hurts. Sick. Don't, don't say that. Good job, dude. Don't say it. I didn't. You know what? I could have gone the rest of my life without ever hearing Rashad that. Penny, bro. What <laughs> a first-round pick, too. It was either a late first or early second. Yeah. yeah. I think it was uh, a late first. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. All right. So, uh, okay. So that means we're going to have, so we're saying for our conference finals, division finals? How does it wait? Yeah. Conference yeah. finals. The next round. This is divisional round going into the conference. Divisional round conference. So we got Kansas City, Buffalo, yep. uh, Green Bay. Jake. Jake took Ravens. So mm. big Jake took, you took Baltimore. Are you sticking with that? You've got some time to think about it. Just for funsies. I don't really okay. – I don't know how much I believe it, but, you know, we can't all go Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what they do like the Monday night countdown and everybody <laughs> picks New Orleans. The Ravens do have really good fucking defense, and, uh, you know, they're just so unique on offense with what they do. It's, it's tough to game plan for, really. I think they're getting hot, too. Like, I think there's something yeah. from them. I think they're getting a little bit. Yep. I just always notice funny things about these teams, like – like Mark Ingram's not activated because that was yeah because he doesn't play special teams. Yeah. So they have three running backs that are active, and the third guy, he I forget what his name is, but he plays because he's on you know kickoff kick return, and sure. Big Truss is just on the sidelines like fucking in a hoodie, just yeah, arms yeah. folded. It's like he was the man last year. Yeah, and he's now he fucking furious. Yeah, Ugh, unbelievable. Um, and then the other side, Jake, you have the Saints going all the way. Give me, yeah, give me. Yeah, Saints Packers. Saints Packers. Saints Packers. All right, I got Saints Tampa Bay. Josh, you got did you pick Tampa Bay or you pick New Orleans? I got the Saints Packers as well. And then prediction for the big game? Assuming. Uh I'm gonna do, do we want to do that now? I kinda wanna see the conference or this you, round. You, wanna, you wanna go you don't wanna go bold prediction early, early? Well, I wanna reserve the right to change my mind on New Orleans is what I really want to do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll hold on, we'll hold off for it. We'll hold off for it. All right, Josh. I'm so okay. Gotta get you to get an Xbox because the amount of time, like, I'm looking at my clock right now, and I don't have to leave for work for maybe like an hour, and I'm thinking Come about getting, getting off here and just going and playing. <laughs> it's all I want to do. <laughs> what do you got going on today, bro? I gotta work. I gotta work. I gotta work. I gotta go and coach four classes tonight. Three till uh, start at three, and then my last class ends at like eight. And then I got to get up. Uh, I got two spots tonight. I'm going to do doing a spot at this winery and then another spot at this like 
it's like a they're all these they're all music venues out here so all these you know mics shows all this shit they all have um every bar has a stage okay so there's always live music it's the live music capital of the world is austin so then all these comics are like putting up shows now and all the bars are open so every bar is like we'll do anything to have people in here so now it's like all these places are like just setting up shows so there's a place, place called like vulcan gas company it's like an old school like punk rock venue with like a bar in it like rogan came and played here like a month and a half ago chappelle has been there a month and a half ago and then there's these dudes that run these like shitty little production companies yeah. they're just like we'll do a mic there on thursday and this guy, I, this guy came up to me at this mic I went to last night. He's like, you man, you have that rape joke, right? And I was like, <laughs> you carved out a lane for yourself, bro. I was like, he's like, I was like, don't we all have a, we all have a rape joke. Come on, man. What are we doing here? He's like, he's like, all right, well, you want to come on the show tomorrow? And just, hey, man, I, said, I would love to hear that joke. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Oh yeah, I'll do, I'll put it up front. Rape jokes up front. That's how I feel. <laughs> Catfishing you. Yeah, I mean the guy. I mean, like, it's just gonna be a fucking. It's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Big Jake, what are you doing the rest of the day? You fucking douchebag. Uh, yeah, your workout in. Other than that, you know, not a lot. Your boy's unemployed. Probably played Scott. Tell Josh how much money you spent on a fucking wedding ring. You fucking dumb. Hey, congrats, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you heard that. Yeah, she did for sure. He uh, won't get. He won't give. I'm asking for five thousand dollars for six years. Why just give me your ass. man. You didn't That's get it pain yet? And the mail. That's pain and suffering. All right. You know, you're not. Hey, Kendra, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Reparations, bro. Reparations. Reparations. <laughs> yeah, just write it on a piece of paper and then crumble it up and show it to Josh in the corner. It's a fucking. Hey, hey right. Josh, I'll say this. It's right. too much. It's a couple. <laughs> it's like, how much does your first house cost? You want a down payment? Wait, 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 is that a ring or a down payment for a crib? Oh, God. Damn, man. It's a Isn't that the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life? I wouldn't say dumb. dumb I mean, I mean, fucking. I mean, that, I mean, if that's. If people out there are wondering how you get anal twice a week, that's how you get that's anal. It. That's <laughs> it. Hey. hey Jeff, I got some more news for you, by the way. Uh, I'm having a baby, and I just found out today that it's gonna be a boy. Really? Fuck yeah, man! That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> She's pregnant, boy. Oh yeah, I knew that. I knew. He was yeah, gonna, she, yeah, but I, I didn't gonna, know it was, I was a boy. Send you some shit to let you know, but then I uh, I didn't yet. So I figured <laughs> yeah. out. congrats, man! How far along is she? Yeah. Uh, do we're doing July, so okay, okay. Bump Sean. Thirteen weeks. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen weeks. Bump showing? You got a baby bump? A little bit. Starting to. Thanks, man. We're dads, boy. We're dads. No, no, there's no baby bump. Shut up. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. He told he called and told he told me like he sent me like a picture. He's such a cunt. He sent me a picture of like a positive test, but it was you know like with pregnancy tests, it's like it's like a plus minus. It's like, wait, what's the positive thing here? Yeah. It's like, how do we know if it's oh two stripes means maybe, three stripes means yes, one stripe means try again. It's like what? And then I called him the gal we're pregnant, and I was like, Jesus. And I kept this secret for Jesus. A minute. For months. Yeah, I had to call a bunch of other people now today and let them know. Well, you know, you know what you do is wait to call them and to see who's listening to the podcast. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's, it's like, <laughs> hey, it's like, hey, because you know what? 
Only people that listen to the full hour and whatever half this is will be like, oh, no, I heard it at the very end. It's like, that's how you, if you want someone to never find out about something, put it at the end of one of these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and you're having a boy. I didn't know it was a boy. He called you early. He told me earlier he found out the sex of the baby, but wouldn't tell me. He said he wanted to wait for the podcast, but I knew it was a fucking boy. Because you want to know why I knew it was a boy? Because he told me about it. He goes, he goes, ah, found the sex of the baby. <laughs> and if it was a girl, he would have gone. Found the sex of the baby. Found the sex of the baby. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Dude, your kid's, your kid's going to get his dick sucked one day. Yeah, this sure is unbelievable. Yeah. Your baby yep. boy's going to get his dick sucked, dude. Within the next 20 years. I'm so As an adult. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to ask me for drugs. I'll be like, you know where I get them from. You're done. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're asking, ask the big guy. He's got him on him right now. Right. <laughs> you check the basement. <laughs> yeah, nah, the, the, the kid's smart. He knows what the drugs are. We'll All right, shit. man. That's fucking. Well, you know what that means now. I was telling Josh, I was telling Big Jake. It's like now he's only he's on the clock. Sure. It's almost it's almost over. Yeah, that's right. So now we gotta gotta circle the wagons. We gotta get in here real tight, real close. I see a baby shower in our future. I see, see a bachelor a, party in our future. See a baby, I a see a wedding in our future. Yeah, I mean, and by bachelor party, he means like we just hang out and talk about our feelings about our futures. That's it. Nothing like no, no, definitely no like Zach. Remember Zach Johnson's bachelor party? Jesus, <laughs> that, sh- that shit was man. That's you made true. a box of nerds out of her bottle. <laughs> It's a quote. It didn't actually happen. Although I did drink a beer off a stripper's pussy one time, and that was the shit. You did do that. I saw that. <laughs> yes, you did. All right. All right, fuckers. We did it. Josh, buy an Xbox One. We got to get on. We start gaming. You got nothing else to do. Done. Consider it done. I'll Put some it. money away. We'll fucking make it. J- Jake will send you a fucking, you know, 116. Send you a copy of the game. Yeah. Send you a copy of the game. I'll send you 116th what that ring costs, which comes out to fucking... Quite half a bit. my half my car. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. We did it. Thanks for coming on. Um, I would uh we'll do it again. We'll do it again after the next round because uh I think by six listeners that listen like this shit, they like when we go sports. So we did it. All right, guys. Love you boys. Talk to you soon. Hey, yep. good see you.